We wide banded. What? Broadcasted. Go global. Bounced off the satellites the Jones hacks for us. The way the Navy got him hooked up, he cuts through hard encryption like a knife cuts through butter. Codebreaker. Good. Can't wait to meet him. Right this way. Jones. It's a fish. It's a mammal. He's a friend. He's a friend, sailor. <laughs> If I were to talk up like this really cool dude I met, I said you'd be great friends with him, right? You gotta yeah. meet this guy. His name's Jones. You gotta meet him. He's the smartest dude. You know, he's awesome. You know, I talk him up for for days, for weeks, and I finally introduce him to you. And it's a goddamn dolphin. <laughs> would you think I'm nuts, or would you would you accept Jones as as a dolphin? I'm a pretty accepting person, but I would start to wonder why you're introducing me to a fish. <laughs> And I, I made no mention that it, it, it was a, it was a it was a fish, quote unquote. It was a mammal. <laughs> I mean, would you question my sanity at this point, or would you be like, oh, okay, there's Jones? I guess if nice he has cybernetic implants attached to him, there's probably some aspect where you're communicating with him mentally to the to the point where where maybe I'll trust you. I mean, we've been friends a long time, so I guess I'll trust mm. your judgment just by default there. Well, I mean, but uh, Johnny Mnemonic did not know, uh, what's his name? J-Dog? J J-Cole? J-Bone. J-Bone? He did not know him, so like the trust wasn't there to just talk up Jones like some kind of hacking genius. Come to find out it's a goddamn dolphin. I have, I listen, I have a lot of thoughts on our friend Jones here. Jonesy. Why, why don't they call him Jonesy first Jonesy. off? Hey, Jonesy. We, we, I have a lot of questions for you and a lot of thoughts. Yeah. But before we get to that, welcome back to the Last Rope Podcast. <laughs> This is episode 106. If you're looking for our website, we're at thelastrowpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Last Row Pod. Check out our Facebook page, Instagram page. Head out to Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving us a five-star review. Thanks to everybody that left one so far. Johnny Mnemonic, bad way. Johnny Mnemonic. I didn't know how to say it when it came out. Like, what is this movie? Johnny Mnemonic? Did you see it when it came out? Uh, no, absolutely not. Do you think there were marketers that were like, people are not going to be able to pronounce this? That I'm it's confused. Sure. Don't you think there are some people that were against the title? We, yeah. People don't, people don't know the word mnemonic. People don't know it. I still don't know what it means, but you know, that's besides the yeah. point. I think they were, those people, they were right, and they, they fought a losing <laughs> cause. May 26, 1995. Drew, see it in the theater? No. You were a fresh-faced 10-year-old boy. No, but it was all over the hotbox back yeah. in the day. I remember yeah. HBO, Cinemax, or whatever it was, was was advertising the hell out of this thing. Yeah. Probably the, that later that year. Runtime, one hour, 36 minutes. Too high. Too high. It should have been like 40 minutes, Drew. <laughs> it's based on a short story, yeah. so yeah. definitely yeah. too high. Not short enough. Uh, genre, sci-fi slash action, directed by Robert Way Too Longo. <laughs> what do you know about Robert Longo? I don't know much about him. Maybe that's for a reason. Can I tell you? Can I tell you this? Uh, his his uh, his best work. What what was it? It's not Johnny Mnemonic. What is it's it? It's the music video REM, the one I love. I mean that that was good work. <laughs> and let me tell you, I know this episode of Tales from the Crypt. This will kill you. He did that. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you. Great. Was Tales Great from the Crypt episode was... about about an injection of a virus. Was that, that HBO? 
Tales yeah, from the an, Crypt? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Is that the original? So is that the horror version of Black Mirror? Yes. Yeah, sure. It was like in the 90s, early Twilight. 90s. You know, with the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this this movie killed this guy's career. He didn't even make music videos after this movie. He was just done. <laughs> so. Man, that's it's pretty sad, isn't it? Yeah. So his his only uh his only credit directing after this movie was 1997 Heinrich Hein a birthday video which was a TV movie. That sounds like so, yeah. that doesn't even sound real. <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. So this this movie killed his directing career. Um enough about him. IMDb drew 5.6 out of 10. That's all right. Too too high. So maybe maybe for you. It's, it's all right. Tomato 18%. Too low for me. So, it's with a heavy heart, Drew, I say. Too, too high. <laughs> too high. Way too high. Metacritic. Metacritic, 36%. Too, too low high. for me. Too high. Letterbox, 2.7 out of 5. Too low. Out of 22,000 votes. I, I started putting the votes there so yeah. we know how many people credited this thing. Way too high. Was it good? No. Did I like it? No. <laughs> Just get that right out of the way. 2.7. I'm going to say this right now before we get into the synopsis, Drew. I got a confession to make. I like, I don't know, ninety four percent of all movies I see. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm easy to please when it comes to movies. I love them all. I love the bad ones. I love the good ones. Sometimes I love the bad ones more than the good ones. I couldn't get behind this movie, Drew. I didn't get it. I don't. I hate to be Josh Baskins from our from our last episode, but <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Like I, I just feel like didn't Peter get McAllister it. right now. Like well, I'm going <laughs> to bust out the marketing papers at you. But yeah, yeah but we're number one in the in the sector of, of yeah. action figures. You know, this yeah. is number one in cyberpunk. Keanu Reeves just did Speed, so he's great at action movies. Yeah, yeah, but I still don't get it. I, like, I'm curious to dig into this a little bit more mm-hmm. as we get through it because I want to know like what whether it was the day you watched it, like because you've seen this before, right? I remember we watched seen this it, together like, back maybe in the day. once back in like maybe 15 years ago or something yeah. like that, but. I just got to be honest with our audience here. So I'm going to apologize in advance. Like there's a lot of this. I just like, I watched the movie. I paid attention fully, uh, clear eyes, full heart. I, I watched this movie, but can't I feel lose. like I'm, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. I feel like I can't <laughs> properly like describe what happens in this movie. So I'm hoping drew, you'll help me out a little ah, bit here. Maybe yeah. we can kind of figure this out together. Cause like the plot confused the hell out of me. The actors confused the hell out of me. I don't know who's who. I don't know what the motives are like, and I'm not like this when it comes to movies. And I'm, it's not like I was tired. Like, I just don't like, I just didn't get it. I didn't get it. And I hated it. This is the first movie, 106 episodes. First movie I've hated that we've done. What, 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 okay. So what, what other movies do you hate in your life? And is this worse or better? Uh, I remember there's only a few and it's funny. I remember them. I remember the few. Um, there's the one, what's it called? It's a horror movie with, uh, Wolf Creek. With, no, no, no. That one was, that was okay. It was the one where it's like the urban, urban, <laughs> what's urban that movie legend. with horror movies with the urban legends? It's about urban legends. It's about it's urban legends. Like it's stories, like, uh, you know, in an urban uh, setting know. and they're yeah. legends. <laughs> urban legends. I hated that movie. I never saw um, it. Um, yeah. So, and I hated, uh, there's a movie where, um, Sylvester Stallone plays a, a, like a debt, debt collector. Oh, um, I don't even know. God damn it. I can't get think Carter. Of was it get Carter? I don't yeah, know. it was get Carter. You're right. Get Carter. I've get never Carter. seen that. Either. I hated that movie. And there's like maybe a handful of others, but like, <laughs> I don't hate that many movies. I'm, I feel like I got like a 94% non hate. Let's, 
Let's see. Let's see if I can change your mind by then yeah. in this episode, and, and and I'll help you find some fun things that I like. Were, the dolphin about this. Movie. I like the dolphin. I, you know, I like the I like the first twenty minutes, and I like like the last twenty minutes. So you didn't like Dolph Lundgren because that's that's. I like, like the dolphin, not the Dolph yeah. Lundgren. I need listen. I need a movie about the street preacher here. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see I didn't, Johnny. Like, what the hell was he? Like I didn't. He was even awesome. Under, is what he didn't was. Understand? He was awesome. I'm, I'm Bless, taking us on too many tangents. I'm sorry. Bless him. He tried his hard. He tried his hard out. Paul. Yeah, I have a lot to say about this. Let's get into it. I just want. I wanted. I didn't want to lie to the audience. I just wanted to get that out of the way. But like, see if see if we can win me over when, right. by, by the time we get I'll back. I'll try my best. So I got. I'm, I'm coming into this with an open mind. You know, maybe 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 it was in a bad mood. I don't know. Everybody so. out there, we're gonna we're gonna change bad ways mind together. Yeah, you, and I'm gonna. Know. We don't bash movies here. We don't like to do that. So I'm gonna try not to bash the movie too hard, and maybe I can come around. You can. To it. Okay. So in a dystopian. 2021. True. I mean, this is we've, last we've, year, you know? we've lived through it. It was rough. I mean, 2021 was pretty rough. Johnny is a data trafficker who has an implant that allows him to securely store data too sensitive for regular computer networks. It's too hot for TV, Drew. <laughs> On one delivery run, he accepts a package that not only exceeds the implant's safety limits and will kill him if the data is not recovered in time, removed in time but also contains information far more important and valuable than he had ever imagined. Like his wildest dreams. His wildest dreams. It's beyond it. (laughs) On a race against time, he must avoid the assassins sent to kill him and remove the data before it too ends his life. Doesn't this, doesn't this sound like a video game that you recently played kind of yeah, man. like inspired this is, by this? This is, this is cyberpunk 2077 all over again. I mean, <laughs> the, I, obviously this was first. So Johnny who's, Silverhand mnemonic. Who's, who's ripping who? Right? Yeah. It's not a rip. It's an homage. I, I think, I think that's actually one of the better synopses that we've, we've had. And Pretty I think good. based on that, you sign me up any day when I read that. That sounds really cool. Yeah, so. I mean, if the movie was like as cut and dry as that, sure. But when you're throwing in Jesus as an assassin, you're throwing in, <laughs> Freaking guy with a wire, with a laser wire, which you is awesome. You know, you don't want a crucifix machete. I mean, come on, yeah. that's I mean, like you, amazing. You throw, Come to you Jesus. Throw in, you throw in a, a freaking dolphin. That's <laughs> you, you got to loop it through Jones. You know, if you, gotta you, loop, told, you loop things through Jones. If you told somebody like what this movie was about, like take this movie back in a time machine, people would be like, "What the hell is this?" They would have yeah, no idea. They would, they would have the look on their faces that I have currently. Like, what? I don't even know. What to All say. right, you be the judge of the taglines right. here. Okay. Johnny Mnemonic, colon, the future's most wanted fugitive. Nah, next. That's uh, that's that's Harrison Ford. Johnny Mnemonic on the poster here. The ultimate hard drive. Okay. What? Okay. I don't know about I mean, that. I mean, he, uh, it's so ultimate. He stuffs more data than <laughs> is allowable. I got a lot of thoughts on that in a second yeah. here. Johnny Mnemonic, colon, the hottest data on earth in the coolest head in town. Okay. Okay. All right. All he's, right. A, he's a bit of a hothead, though, don't you okay. think? Okay. He's a little hothead. He's a little bit of a hothead. Yeah, but like you know? I like I like the the verbiage. Johnny Mnemonic colon, the danger is all in his head. Okay. That's these are good. Okay. Man. These are good. They're, they're, what is this? Four for four here? Yeah. All right. Uh Johnny Mnemonic colon, a pulse pounding cyber slam. Yeah, a little generic. Yeah. I, I'll say, man, these were some of the better ones that we've yeah. had on this show so, here. The first one and the last one are out. The danger's all in his head. I can That's see it. That's a good it. one. I can see it. That's a good one. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with that one. Put it on the poster. Put it so, on the poster. Slap it on. Financials, $26 million estimated budget, 52 gross. Now, IMDb was not in agreement with 
Wikipedia. I chose oh. Wikipedia because I felt like I could trust it more. Maybe that was a fool's error That's there. That's fool, but go on. But 52 million, this movie did not do very well. It was critically panned. It didn't make anywhere near what they thought it was going to make. You have Keanu Reeves riding high off of movies like Point Break, Bill and Ted, all these other movies. They come in here, first time director, REM, music video director, star. Not so great. Let me tell Not you, so it, it probably made the 52 because of speed, right? Yeah. If if speed hadn't happened the year prior and people wanting to see what Keanu's going to do next, this movie would have been like, you know. Oh, yeah. The people would have seen it on Friday. Word would have came out that it's a piece of garbage. And then it would have made far less money. I've got a lot of questions for you about some of that, which we'll get to in a second. Let me just tell you, I looked at the awards. There's not much to talk about other than Keanu was nominated for two Razzies for Worst Actor that year for A Walk in the Clouds and Johnny Mnemonic. And he won, he actually, Johnny Mnemonic lost. Somehow he was worse in A Walk in the Clouds. And I'm I'm a Keanu stan here. Like you put me on the, put me on the fan club, the stan club, newsletter here I'll, I'll be sending that out i'm a huge keanu reeves fan and yeah. i will be the first to admit he was not very good in this at yeah all. Uh, yeah he was bad in it but like that's fine like i'm not, that's not the reason why i dislike this movie yeah. I, I like i like bad keanu like i'm, I'm fine with it yeah like there's a there's there's a there's a certain like a uh, certain charm to him you know in his surfer boy accent even I, when it doesn't fit in certain how movies. Much? How much about this do you know? So I have a little bit of history about this movie and a little bit of trivia. Did you read much about this beforehand or do you know much about how this movie was made and all this stuff? No, none. So William Gibson is a famous cyberpunk. He's a famous author. He wrote Neuromancer, which is one of the first cyberpunk like books and it's very influential and all this stuff. So him and Robert Longo, the, you know, too Longo here, originally intended to make a small art film and they wanted a really small budget and they couldn't get financing. They were looking at like 1.5 million. And then somehow talking to studios, they saw the the potential in this, I guess. And it somehow turned into this $30 million movie. And I don't know if that was a blessing or a curse because like, it was a short film or a short story that somehow turned into this major motion picture. And I think that also maybe started the this going down a path that they didn't foresee here. And there was a whole bunch of stuff behind the scenes here. According to William Gibson, the movie was re-edited by the producers in order to make it more mainstream. He's on record for saying that this, the Japanese release is supposed to be closer to the director's and the and Gibson's original vision. Sort of like a Blade Runner, Ridley Scott kind of thing here where it's like, hey, this wasn't what I intended. The studio maybe meddled a little bit. How much you want to bet that that cut is maybe more action and less story exposition. I'm, I'm sure because this movie lacks story and exposition. Mm-hmm. That's what you mean, right? No, I'm saying that there was more action in the Japanese version. Oh, okay. I and thought you less meant- less unnecessary or convoluted explanation. I I I wish that they would have explained parts of the story more in some ways mm. because I feel like they just sort of threw it out there and then just well, moved on. Well, clarity. I mean, they did enough explaining, yeah. but they didn't do it correctly. I agree with you. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, and then and then the other thing is Gibson's on record for also, well, according to IMDb, he was very unhappy with what became of the adaptation of his story. And he was credited as the sole screenwriter, but he has insisted for years that it wasn't his screenplay was ultimately produced. Get my name off that, yeah. off that project. I don't, wanna, I don't want my name on this mm. junk. So I, I don't know if this sets the stage for people. If you haven't seen this movie, we're going to spoil the hell out of it. We already did in the very opening clip. You're going to get a dolphin in the movie, but this is what, 30 years old. So Mm -hmm. sorry, but this definitely tells the tale. And I, and I can see why what you said earlier, look, I'm, 
I have two copies of this on DVD for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why. Why? I'm pretty sure that we watched this with our friend Dave, listener and friend of the show and friend of life, Dave. And I'm pretty sure that either I bought that for him and he already had a copy or something. I Back when we were living in our apartment together, I remember watching this with him and we were just cracking up at Jones. So shout out to Dave because I know he appreciates a Jones shout out I mean, from, every- from us. Everybody's got at least one copy of Johnny Demonic. So, <laughs> I mean, what a fool you were for thinking he didn't have one. Well, I, you so talking about the background of this movie and the fact that you you obviously have a, it's from it seems like mixed feelings on it. I said we'll try to convince you maybe what we can mm-hmm. what we can find some good things about it. But you also mentioned that Speed may have saved Keanu Reeves' career from this cratering it. I do want to talk about that a little bit because this is the type of movie that comes out that because it flops, it's this big action movie. Like I'm thinking yeah. about like Jai mm-hmm. Courtney and all these guys in it, that were coming up like Terminator. Uh, what's the one with uh, Genesis, not Genesis, the uh, uh, revelation, salvation. 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 And it didn't crater crater bales, but it cratered McGee's yeah. like these types of movies. If it doesn't do well, it usually is bad for your career. Right. So this didn't really matter for him, right? Because then he got the Matrix at some point within five years here. So, yeah. so what do you think about that? He uh, he got he got, he he had the equity because of of speed, and really before that, I mean, Point Break and Bill and Ted both. So like, we knew that he had good, uh, realistic action movie chops, even if he's kind of an odd you know delivery with his got accent. the goods, yeah. And we know he has good comedy chops with Bill and Ted, so he proved a double role there. And even though Bram Stoker's Dracula was kind of a mess, it wasn't really his fault, you know? Yeah. So he didn't really take the hit there. And just Speed was awesome in every sense. So I feel like Speed gives him like a two or three film buffer so he can take a Johnny Mnemonic hit and he can take a Walk in the Clouds type hit. Chain reaction was good enough to kind of lead him through. And then once once he once he killed uh, Devil's Advocate, he was off to the races. I think the Devil's Advocate was then the way back up. Like let's say he yeah. didn't get the Matrix, and that went to Will mm-hmm. Smith, as it was famously right. said that might have happened. Right? They originally wanted Will Smith in that as Neo. If he didn't get the Matrix, would that have been it for him, or would there maybe have been something else? I don't know if it would have been it, but like I feel like he would have been one of those, you know, maybe lesser known action. He would have gone either all action or all drama. You know what I mean? And yeah. maybe. Not all these movies make it make it to uh, to the theater, but because he had that back to back of Devil's Advocate and then The Matrix, and The Matrix obviously much much more important, it allowed him to pretty much do you know his agent his agent probably his job was a lot easier going forward. Well, look that. at the difference between The Matrix and this, and, and they're not even on the same level. Right, you you can't even put them on the same level, but it's the same type of movie, and I think it shows what adequate writing and adequate directing can do with a cool concept versus yeah. something like this, which. Is actually a really cool concept and it's a cool idea, but I think the execution, and I'll be the first to admit it, right? This is not a great movie. It's I still mess. enjoy it, yeah, it's a mess. but it's a mess. It's definitely a mess. And another interesting thing that I saw on the trivia here that I don't know if the listeners will be interested in is originally Val Kilmer was set to star in this mm. and Kilmer left, like he, he left the project after he was offered the role of Batman in Batman Forever for in 95. And then Kilmer later went on to be in Heat too, and he he was Chris in Heat, right? And Keanu Reeves yeah. was originally in early talks for that role in Heat. So could you imagine if if Val Kilmer was in this, and maybe they would have they would have 
swapped those types of roles there. What would you have thought yeah. it would be better with Val Kilmer? I don't know, man. Like Val Kilmer is only five years older than Keanu, but Keanu can play a lot younger than Val. He, I feel. he looks like immortal, basically. Yeah, like this. This movie seems like a young man's movie. Yeah, and I feel like Val would have looked forty in this. You know what I mean? Which I would have made it seem kind of out of place to me. I would have been. It would have been interesting to see Keanu in Heat. To be honest with you, yeah. But not that Val Kilmer was Val Kilmer was great in Heat. I have no problem with Val Kilmer. It's just that it would have been. It would have been curious to see what if Val Kilmer and um, and Keanu kind of switched. You know, switched it up there. What if Keanu was was Batman? I I've always wondered that because I I would have been interested in seeing that. <laughs> like I like, don't know how that would have went, but I'd like, be interested in it. Val Kilmer was a star in his own right in '96. Fine. Yeah. '95, whatever, whenever, whenever Batman Forever was made. But imagine like the the additional star power hopping off of off of speed to have Keanu as Batman to go up against Jim Carrey and uh, and Tommy Lee Jones. I need a world where. Keanu Reeves is Batman and Nicolas Cage is Superman. I would like to watch yeah. that movie in the nineties. Like give me, I, I know I would, I'm saying I would like it. And obviously yeah. I probably wouldn't in, in, in reality and in actuality, but I would kind of like it. Wouldn't you? I feel, I feel like the, I feel like the entire Marvel universe, like the whole movie, the movie universe, it wouldn't exist. Yeah. Had, had the, had the, had the opposite happen. <laughs> the I feel world like it would be different. I feel like all comic movies going forward would have been different <laughs> to, to the point where the Marvel cinematic universe didn't exist. Yeah. Well, and and by the way, our other boy, Christopher Lambert, don't call oh, him boy. Lambert, was almost yeah. cast. Ra- Raiden, Raiden mm-hmm. himself, <laughs> not Hugo Posh Raiden from <laughs> Mortal Kombat Annihilation. So, uh, and, and the other thing that I thought was interesting was it was a funny quote on IMDb. It just said that the script was rumored to have been dumped on the doorstep of Keanu Reeves' house, a tactic that piqued his interest and led him to accepting the role. Like, I imagine them trying to call him, trying to get him to look at the script, and like no one could get him. And then eventually yeah. someone just like ran up and like threw it on his doorstep. Just like the disrespect of the script, but like the script is so bad, anyways, that like, yeah, it deserved to be dumped. Yeah. It's, you know, it's those smoke jumpers. It's, yeah. <laughs> you don't dump the Matrix, but you dump this on someone's stoop. <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. Oh, man. Let, let's talk about cyberpunk as a genre. Do you like cyberpunk as a genre? Like, obviously, we play the yeah. game and stuff. I, what what other movies do you like? I'm not 100% sure what cyberpunk is, like the, the, like the defined, like, style of movie. Like, I know for sure something like Elysium probably is. I did yeah. like that movie, even though I thought Matt Damon didn't quite fit in it, whatever, whatever. 12 Monkeys, I guess, maybe. I don't know. It's like dystopian, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't you want you want the official you want the official definition of cyberpunk? Yeah, go ahead. So William Gibson is quoted as the father of cyberpunk, right? Ooh. So we give him a shout out, right? It says cyberpunk is a subgenre of science fiction in a dystopian futuristic setting that tends to focus on a combination of low life and high tech, featuring futuristic technological and scientific achievements such as AI, cybernetics, juxtaposed with societal collapse or decay. Okay. And I think that plays into it, right? It's like oppressive cultures, dominating yeah. technologies. Okay. So, th- so there's a high and a low. So we need a, so we need like a street class yeah. and, and, and a corpo class. Low-tex. Yeah, yeah. So I would say uh, definitely of the most recent upgrade was awesome. I like that movie a lot. It's a great I didn't movie. like the ending though. I, I don't want to eh. spoil it for anyone that didn't see it, but I like that movie. Yeah. I mean, is Matrix considered? Yeah, they they call probably that right, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely, because you got the but, machines. It's not but, like high class, yeah. but I, I don't think I can call myself a fan just because like I, I'm I'm struggling to think of any of any crazy big because uh, I'm, I'm not a Blade Runner guy. 
I, I love Blade Runner. It's a great movie. And I'm not really an anime guy, and I feel like a lot of cyberpunk is steeped in anime. Yeah. So, you know, what about, the shell. Uh, what about like Minority Report or something like that? Like some would say Total Recall, even though it's I, not. I don't think we can call Minority Report just because no. where's the lower class? I mean, it's pretty standard. Pretty I, normal, I looked right? up a list of cyberpunk movies and it was on there, but I don't think I would. It, it's more sci-fi to me than yeah. anything. Maybe Robocop. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I would go Elysium. Robocop for sure. Yeah. Dread. Dread is a good one. Yeah, that's Judge especially Dread. the most recent yeah. one, the the one with Carl Urban, yeah. which is a great movie, mm-hmm. by the way. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. Sure. I mean, yeah, I, I like what I like there, but like mm, Escape from New York. Yes, I didn't have that yeah. on the list. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Escape from New York and L.A., which is another one yeah. that we should do on here sometime. John Carpenter. So I guess, I, I mean, um, I, can, I can pick and choose, but I wouldn't say it's one of my, you know, one of my tops. I think the big thing with cyberpunk genres, like the corporations running things and all that. So you got Pharmacom mm-hmm. in this movie, in the game, you have, what is it, Arasaka and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So you like you like the game, right? Cyberpunk Absolutely. 2077. I know it got a lot of, yeah. a lot of crap. But I honestly really enjoyed well, it. The crap was for like the the release of the well, game, sure. and, and yeah. But I don't think the game itself was a problem if you had a system that you could run it on. And if you didn't have overblown expectations, like I didn't really follow the marketing hype because I I try not to with that kind of stuff because what mm-hmm. I don't want to do is like set myself up for disappointment. Like yeah. it did, and and yeah, they were deceptive in the marketing for sure. But I still enjoyed the game. So no, and I feel like the game definitely borrowed a lot from this movie, and considering. The, the game's plot is centered around there's there's um, a file stuck in the main protagonist's head and mm-hmm. he's got to get it out in a limited amount of time or else he's going to die. And, you know, ironically, the, the file in his head is the living embodiment of, of dead rock star played by Keanu Reeves. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have any interest in that kind of story, then why don't you pick yourself up a copy of Cyberpunk? Yeah, and it's dirt cheap right now too. Yeah. And, and the thing is, that that's based on a role-playing game in the Cyberpunk mm-hmm cyberpunk genre as well i forgot what the the year of it was but mike potter smith i think is a creator so it's i'm a fan of the genre personally i think it's cool i like that what do you think about like body plants and cyber augmentation because that's like Mm -hmm. that's like a big aspect of this like should they have leaned more into that in this or did they not have the budget or the technology for it it's 11 38 drew i mean the midnight hour is upon us what do you think my answer is going to be if you're going to ask me (laughs) what kind of mod i would like <laughs> I should know you better. Set, why would you set me up for such a question? I should because, know better than, or yeah. did I know better than? I mean, I'm, I'm obviously going to say toes. I mean, I wish I had longer toes. <laughs> you know, no, man. Like, I feel like I, I would want to do something with my legs so that I could maybe jump higher. So, you know, I'm a basketball player, so you know that would help. You know, give me some go-go gadgets going on there, and uh, I'd be good to go. What about you? I think I would do that, or I, I think maybe like like Jack's arms, like in Mortal Kombat. Oh. So that you could just rip stuff open or do whatever, yeah. lift anything that you want. Like, I think that's that would be think, pretty cool. Do you think that's easy to control or would that be a type of thing where you'd really have to like practice and learn it? Because you'd be ripping your car door open, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, that's say, the truth. Like, say you leave the house mad, like your wife said <laughs> something and like you're like, oh, you're muttering as you go outside, you go to open the door and you're mad and boom, there you goes the, the door. the house off. Yep, yeah, there goes the door. You, you don't know your own strength. Your damn you Jack's know? arms got you in trouble. I mean, let, let's be serious, though, what people would do here. I mean, you know what they would be doing, yeah. like what you alluded to after yeah. midnight. This mm-hmm. is the last row podcast after dark here. But it's, what about the ladies? You know, that's the a, ladies. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, well, the question becomes, what what level of augmentation before you become non-human? Because if you start putting mm-hmm. all of these mods on yourself, like yeah. I know, I know people actually have prosthetics, 
But those are typically because you lost a limb, not sure. somebody it's saying, at, it's hey. Out of, it's out of necessity. Yeah. Right. I'm not volunteering to remove yeah. my limb and put something mm-hmm. else on. It's more out of necessity. So like what what percentage of your body before you become like a cyborg or or maybe not human anymore? It's not 51. I feel like it's got to be higher than 51. Like but 80 like or something? Lower than 75, maybe yeah. 74. Maybe 76, I don't know. Like at a certain point where it's like, yeah, you're more robot. You're a robot, dude. Like, you, not, you know what not. I would also want? I would want like the cybernetic eyes, like the eyes that they have in mm. a, what is it? Does that, does that remove color? Like, do you just see red? Well, that's true. You know, if you're in or, the eighties, sure. Yeah. Or is that, a, is that, is that a, like a, is that like a, is that a tall tale? What if you is got that, the predator vision where you got like heat vision and you could just see I would, whatever I don't want you want to see? I don't want, I don't want heat vision. You want to see color? Is that really better? No. Like I'm not hunting people. So like what what good if you're not hunting people, what good is heat vision? <laughs> That's a good way to put it. You know? Yeah. I mean, I guess you see like, should I turn my yeah. AC up or not? Like that's yeah. like <laughs> Now imagine if you're like a like you're not a hunter of humans, but like you're a hunter of like deer. Yeah. A deer there you hunter. Go. And like that would be awesome. Like that that'd be like cheating. You can't use guns then if you have heat vision. You got to use bow and arrow. But once you go heat vision, you can't go back to regular vision, right? Well, gee, I mean, that's you what get, they say. I mean, that's the saying. <laughs> you know, well, you rip your and, and not because you don't want to go back, because you yeah. literally cannot go back. Like <laughs> you're you gonna pop go your eyes back in. Like can they can they pop your real eyes back in? It's like, like a pair of glasses. I don't know a pair of eyes. I gotta get a new pair of eyes. I gotta get a second pair of eyes. What about so. like super hearing or something? Or would that drive you nuts? Because if no, you I don't go, want super hearing, I don't want to hear. I want to hear less. Can I, can I hear <laughs> not, deaf. not more? Plug your ears in. I don't want to go deaf, but I want to hear less. You put it. All right. <laughs> okay, let me get you some cyberpunk implants yeah. of earplugs. There you less go. T- the less talking, the better. Oh my god. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about the vision of the future for 2021. So it's this bleak. was how many years ago? I don't know when this story was written. It wasn't probably yeah. that far before it. Probably early 90s. I mean, the movie came out, what, 95? So. Yeah, and the screenplay was 95, yeah. whatever it was, right? So what do yeah. you think of their vision of 2021? I mean, Newark looks exactly the same to me. I don't know about yeah. if it looks the same to you. I mean, yeah, I mean, no difference there. I mean, Newark's Newark. <laughs> I could smell I mean, it through the screen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, it was palpable for sure. I, I don't know why they chose Newark. I mean, I mean... I guess East Coast trash town. Sure, if, if you've driven on Route seventy eight, you can smell New Jersey. Oh I mean, let's it's just, not it's not even a joke. It's we're allowed. We're allowed. We're in Pennsylvania. We can rip yeah, on New Jersey. We live we, on the border. Yeah. We live on the. We live. We live very close to New Jersey on Pennsylvania. So it's we we yeah. We're basically Jersey trash. How many ourselves. people are hitting so. unsubscribe right now? It's well, like, you know, of, of our of our uh, twelve listeners. Let's see, maybe <laughs> maybe two of them or one of them hail from New Jersey, and they I'm get sorry, it. and they get it. They, they, they know. They know. know. They know. They hate we Pennsylvania know. too. We're we're practically Jersey scum ourselves. We're, yeah, we're we're right there. Yeah. Did this give you vibes of like the future from any other movies? So there's a lot of movies like Terminator that talk about the future. I think yeah. I forgot the year from Terminator One where Reese was in. I forgot the specific year, but like what other August 29th, nineteen ninety seven, Drew. Ninety seven, but that was when it happened, but when was he in the future? Like Oh, with, with like, like the, the robot the robot war. Yeah. Oh man, I, I don't remember. I used to know this. It might have been like it's around this time, right? 2020, 2020s. It might have Something been. I can't like remember. That. Damn, I used to know that. I got like Demolition Man vibes from this, right? Yeah. I think Demolition Man is like 2030 or 2030 something. So it's not that far away from the 2021. Obviously, much more futuristic, you know, culture there in Demolition Man. But uh and talk about another cyberpunk type thing. You got your low lives, you got the people below the sewers, yeah. you got the people above. Uh, you know, being, you know, that, that, that be well. Yeah. I got those vibes. Totally. 
obviously Demolition Man, they told a much simpler story and it was much more coherent. <laughs> but, you had better actors in yeah. that too. Better director as well. Right. But as but as far as like seeing the city, I kind of got the vibes of the underground city of yeah. I forget I forget what those people were called. But yeah, I mean that's kind of and it was made around the same time too. So I kind of, you know, I see that parallel. It's it's interesting because I, I was looking this up while you were talking, but Marco Brambilla or Brambilla that was his first movie directing Demolition Man, according to Wikipedia. Hmm. And this guy, Longo, was his first movie. Yeah, it obviously, it had a much bigger budget. So this had like a forty-five to seventy-seven million dollar budget on on Demolition Man, which we also did an episode on. So go check it out. We'll put a link in the hmm. show notes. But I agree with you. It definitely had a Demolition Man vibe to it. There was a lot of pieces of technology in this that were interesting. You mentioned Demolition Man had more futuristic. I mean, we still don't can't believe they don't know how to use the three seashells. Yeah, I mean, but here. There wasn't any three sea sh- three seashells, but there was a lot of like payphones and phone cards. Yeah, what did you think like, of that? There was no cell phones in this movie, which is crazy to me because they were around. Cell phones certainly existed in the early nineties. You'd, you'd think they would have like picked up on some kind of technology for the movie. I know it's nitpicky, but you know, I, don't I know. think I don't know. I think another thing of cyberpunk is also like high tech, low tech, or low tech, mm-hmm. high tech thing. Yeah. It's like lower technology, but it's also like Adap- CRT like adap- screens, yeah. adaptation. You know, yeah, like that on kind purpose. Of thing. I think yeah. they do that on purpose. It's like low, low budget, mm-hmm. like technology, like that kind looks of like cool. scrambled together, yes. to make a higher tech version of a yes. low tech item. Yeah, that's because even think about the game, right? Like yeah. that genre. Mm-hmm. It's like CRT screens and all kinds of yeah. stuff. It's like almost like eighties, nineties technology, but I thought it was interesting, like the the way that the internet worked in this. So if you're browsing the internet, you've got your VR headset on and your 56k modeming into it, and you're using your power gloves. Your which Nintendo is a power weird. gloves, yeah, yeah. He's like unfolding the pages. Like, mm-hmm. what 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 was your pers- like thoughts on what was your thoughts on the way that he was surfing the internet? Yeah, I don't know. It gave me like Minority Report vibes. Obviously, this was first and. You know, maybe it paved the way for Minority Report, but I feel like I don't want to do that kind of internet. It seems like too much. I don't want to like, it's kind of like when the Wii came out, right? Like, <laughs> seemed like a good idea. Like, it seems cool to be inside the internet, swimming around in there, but like, you just want to sit like, there? I kind of want to click the mouse, Drew. I don't want to, I don't want to be like swimming, you know, moving my arms and moving my windows around, like manually. Call me lazy. I, I can kind of relate because I'm uh, sitting, yeah. like, I remember playing the Wii for a long time and like, I forgot what Zelda game it was. I, I never really had Nintendo systems growing up. Skyward Sword. I maybe? think that I was forget. the one I, yeah. I, I'm going to get flamed by the Nintendo fans out here. Cause I, I don't know much very much, <laughs> but I played it. And when I had to actually fish, like there was yeah. no way to fish with the buttons. You had to uh, actually fish. The nunchuck. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, I, I traded it. Can in I right just, yeah. That. Can I just not do this? Can I just hit a button? And I had no, <laughs> yeah. I had no, you know, relation to zelda growing up because i didn't really have it so you were allowed to quit the game yeah you, i didn't think like okay allowed. let me suffer through some fishing yeah. here like i like to fish but let <laughs> i like, me I like that the, your roadblock was fishing you're like ah, oh, i can't fish Trade i just the game didn't and- want to do it so i just quit i pulled <laughs> what the, goods play this game if i can't fish <laughs> i'm gonna get i'm gonna get blasted here but yeah. that's the truth right it's i mean fine. i'll just be honest with you guys but yeah like am i yeah. crazy am i lazy for that like i don't want to like i don't want to surf the web like literally surf though i don't want to do that <laughs> Like he, he could have been surfing. Like I forgot what is it? Uh, like in Kung Fury, when the guy's literally surfing on the surfboard mm. and Hacker Man's doing his hacking thing. That's what this reminded me of. It's, yeah. it's kind of funny. I mean, I don't know. I think it's interesting just the equipment and the way that he cobbled this stuff together. But they have phone cards, like we said. They plug it in. 
there isn't much other than that. Like that was kind of the view, well, but inside the computer was interesting. Like it was. Yeah. It looked like a PS1 game. Let's be did. honest, but like, that's fine. What'd you think um, of the graphics? Yeah. I mean, they were fine for, for 1995 for sure. I was a fan of like the helmet stuff. Like, yeah. You know, at the end when they're trying to like extract the information from them, you put the helmet on. It's like Vince Clotho. In. Yeah. I mean, they've done that matrix. They've done that. And many other things they've done that. And, uh, I believe virtuosity. They may have done that. Other things like that. But oh, did yeah, they loop I'll, it? Did they loop it through Jones though? But, you, but yeah, that's that's the special thing about this movie is is that, that you gotta loop it through Jones. Right? We need the we need that like on a soundboard. Yeah. Like yo, loop it through Jones. Yeah. Remember when you're in this when you're in the seat, we gotta loop it through Jones. Oh, here times comes did Jones. He say that? He's gonna loop. <laughs> to me, it sounded like he said it a million times. Like, <laughs> at least have. at least six times he said loop it through Jones. He might have. It's like, dude, we get it. Let's talk about the big elephant in the room here. Mm. Not McGregor's. Not McGregor's. Uh, so now you're talking serious diseases now. Maybe the cousin of McGregor's or the distant relative of McGregor's. Mm-hmm. NAS, not network attached storage. We're talking about nerve attenuation syndrome, Ooh. aka the black shakes. We got to change our tone here. Let's let's get serious. This is for serious. A we can't. This is, this is at, 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 you know until the until that uh, 320 gigs is extracted. <laughs> This is still an uncurable disease, Drew. What do you think about? So, what are the symptoms of the black shakes? Did you did you pick up on them, Drew? I, I, the only thing I saw was like a seizure. That's all I got from it. Like I told you, I don't know what's going on in this movie. So, what what is it? Is it seizures? Like you, what's what is it? You know, when we talk about like when actors, do they ever have these moments? when they have that out-of-body experience, when they're in like a ridiculous costume or they're in something where they think like, what the hell am I doing right now? You're you're describing Ice-T's entire shooting. That's what I of mean. this movie. Like when an actor is in, a, is, is in a scenario where they're either dressed up like Superman and it's like Henry Cavill, like what the heck am I doing? What, what like, is where am right I? Or, or like on, any like, some, Star yeah. Trek or Star Wars where you're like, you have lines and lines and lines of like just techno babble that is made up yes that makes zero sense but you have to act like it's real and science and this is it i understand exactly i'm imagining the actors trying to like you said they basically have a seizure and it's implied in this movie that technology or the rise of technology is causing this they didn't really and maybe look so i'll go on record i didn't read the short story so i don't know the background and i'm sure that they explain it i'm I'm sure they explain it so if you've if you read the short story and i and you you know the answer definitely let us know the last road podcast at gmail.com tweet at us write it on the facebook page they didn't really explain it i mean this movie doesn't do a good job of explaining much of anything but these people are just shaking uncontrollably And it seems like they've got these seizures and they don't really say what it is. But what is this message? Like if you're if you're a viewer of this and there's a message that this is trying to give you, like what message is this sending you bad way? Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, the actress, Dina Myers, like from, she's from probably, Starship Troopers fame. Yeah, she was on set and she was probably, you know, the scene was shot where she's going to suffer from her NAS attack. And she's like, well, listen, Robert, we never really went over this. Like, what does one with NAS have? And Robert was like, I don't know. Just start shaking. Who cares? <laughs> Even better, let's, though, let's move the, on. The, the people in the background that were just on the gurneys, just shaking in yeah. Henry Rollins' like clinic at, at Dr. Allcom's place, like mm-hmm. whatever the hell was going on, they're just like back there flailing. Yeah. But but what what is it? So what does this message send to you yeah. as a so, viewer? 
I think, you know, Henry Rollins had this whole kind of soliloquy about, oh, it's this and this and this pointing to all the technology surrounding his doctor's office where it's like he's he's deeply embedded in doing it. He's part of the problem and he knows it. But it's kind of like a, you know, a simple, simple tale of technology slowly ruining our lives, which is an easy story to tell. It's an easy finger to point. But, yeah, I get it. And it's kind of true. I, I feel like it's kind of true in, in, in real life. Less literal and less like urgently now kind of a problem. We're to the point where we're going to, you know, all be shaking in our, you know, shaking in our boots, literally. But yeah, sure. I get it. You know, putting it ineloquently. So would you rather have McGregor's or or NAS or the Black Shakes? Well, are you asking me like pre-cure uh, or post-cure? Pre-cure. Gregor's. I think McGregor's? You, can live a, you can live a long life, McGregor's. How old was Alfred? <laughs> yes, he was like he was like ninety five. He's fine. He was ninety five. Yeah, McGregor's. If you haven't heard, if you don't know about McGregor's, go back and listen to our Batman and Robin episode. We we do a detailed breakdown of that. But it's not it's not NAS bad way, and it's not the mm. black shakes, but it is synaptic seepage. We need to get into this here. Ooh, so sounds serious. Let me set this up for you. You're a guy. You're you're. Essentially, I guess this is a courier. So it, they call them couriers. And this is Johnny Mnemonic's job. His job is to transport data in his head. Why they can't just stick the disc up his, up his whatever, you know, and, and transport it that way on a plane, I don't know. They don't explain mm-hmm. it. Why they can't. I mean, they, they explain they couldn't send it over unsecured networks, but he did have a physical disc. Why couldn't yeah. he just swallow it? Yeah, people do other things like that. Don't know why. You know, you know what you do. You put it in like a an, an unmarked jewel case. Yeah, and you just put you just write boner jams on it, and like <laughs> nobody's gonna care. And then like boner jams ends up being the cure for NAS. <laughs> so he's got a hard drive in his head, and he had to cut out part of his long term memory to get this implant in, which killed his childhood memories. Which ties yeah. it back to some silly thing about spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear it, don't listen. Ready? Three, two, one. The mom of the company and the, the AI and the system, like he doesn't remember that. And they make some weird connection, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But he's got an 80 gig hard drive. Back in 90, was this 94, 95? I forgot 94, already. 94, 95. Back in 94? It's a not lot. Bad. It's, it's pretty a lot. good. It's, it's pretty a lot good. of space. It's not, you know, it's yeah. not a zip drive, but he's got full on yeah. 80 gigs. And they, his buddy, I forgot his name, Ralphie, asked him, did you get the upgrade? Because the get job the, that he's going to yeah. go to requires a higher capacity. Get they didn't with. say anything about what the size of it was. How much? Yeah. Without getting too much into the plot, he uses something called a doubler. Have you ever seen one of these? Do they exist? He plugs a, a, a thing into his, into his head and it extends his capacity. It's not like an external hard drive. Yeah, it's internal. It was like an expander that doubled his capacity from 80 to 160. You you would think that in order to do that, you'd have to remove more yes. memory from your brain, right? It doesn't exist. It can't work. So I, if you already removed childhood from your brain, what other memory would you remove in order to, to use the doubler? I mean, I got the impression that he had to have it surgically removed. Like it wasn't just like disappear it or overwrite the memory. It, mm-hmm. It's like very bizarre it to should, me. It, it should be overwrite. It shouldn't be surgery. It's, it should I like be. that it had, he had to make physical space for it. Yeah, he did. He had yeah. to make physical space. Yeah. So he, he gets on this job and he's asked to carry this data that he doesn't know. So the whole point of the couriers is that they're not supposed to know what they're carrying and that he doesn't want to know, which is, I can understand. But he rolls up into this place and they ask him to put, how big is your hard drive? How big is, you know, how much space do you have? He's like, he doesn't say, he doesn't tell them. 
they asked him to put 320 gigs on Ooh. an 80 gig hard drive that he expanded to 160. Is that going to work? Of course not. It's not going to work at all. <laughs> I mean, I wrote down a quote because the guy said, it's extremely dangerous if your upload exceeds your storage capacity. Synaptic seepage can kill you in two to three days, plus the data may be corrupted and coherent download may be impossible. I know how things work in present day, right? But like, I, I'm not a computer guy. I have an Xbox. And I know that you know if I have, if I have a terabyte of data that I have room for games... And I try to and, and I try to download one gig over that. It's not going to let me save the game, right? It just stops. it's going to say it's just going to say insufficient room. Please yeah. delete something. So maybe maybe it was different back in the nineties, Drew. No, or like, no. are you able to no. stuff in three hundred twenty gigs no. in a one hundred in a one hundred and sixty gig no. hard drive? Is no. that is that something not you can all. do? It just wouldn't work. <laughs> it would just say boop done. Yep. Like it just would not work. Like yeah. you could have external storage. Like they could have plugged it in and he could have had just a wire hanging out like a headphone and he could have yeah. just had an external hard drive. That would have mm. been but then he wouldn't have synaptic seepage. No, no seepage. You gotta have the seepage. But he's got like a like it was he was acting as if his head was going to explode because of the physical space. Yeah. Like it's ones like, and zeros, dude. Yeah. What was it gonna do? Was it going to literally like bust out? <laughs> The extra data. He had so much extra data that was like, was it gonna it was gonna literally bust out and into his brain? All all I know is if you do Tai Chi in the bathroom, in the mirror, mm. you, you can stop it from happening. Like you just yeah. do some again, hand flapping and mm. and you're good. Well that's the key. I mean I didn't I didn't know the Tai Chi part of it. So I mean that's why it worked. <laughs> Once again, I mean I don't I don't get it. And mm. and then the whole so describe can you describe the process or do you want me to? But the way that he got it uploaded. I mean, no, I have no idea. How All right, I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through it. In order for them to actually upload this thing, they had to plug in, and then they did this whole thing with the three secret keys where he took three pictures off of a TV. It was almost like a random, like a uh, password, yes, basically. I remember, yes. So that's how they encrypted it, yes. Yeah, so he's got the password. He's got a physical copy that they've got to hold, and then they also faxed it to the endpoint location. I thought that was actually kind of cool. I liked that aspect of it because it made it like a little bit more secure, but it was also kind of neat. I liked yeah. that about it. And it was very yeah. random. What other kind of jobs do you think this guy was doing? And how long was he doing this? He never really said. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he was doing it his whole life or his whole adult life. I'm sure there's a lot of CD data that, you know, some politicians and high, high, uh, high up there businessmen needed to get their data transferred across that. You got to call Johnny. You can't just you can't just send it through through unencrypted lines, Drew. <laughs> you can't do that. You, know, you can't just send it through an email. That's how Hillary got in trouble. Exactly. You know, you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about sacrificing yourself? So, like the the movie goes on, and like basically, he finds out it's the cure for NAS, and and they put them on. He put him on the spot. He knows like the heaviness of this. He has sort of a tantrum under the bridge. Would you sacrifice yourself and get your head torn open to cure NAS, or would you just rip the hard drive out? Like, what would you? What would you do? Would you? Would you put yourself up for humanity? Well, I mean, it depends on my. Am I judging the people that go go the extra mile to put all the robotics into their bodies? Am I that type of person? I feel like I might be. But I, I got I got the impression that people were suffering from NAS even if they weren't cybernetically enhanced. Like I thought it was like uh, airwaves and radio frequencies and stuff too. Due to our like, like destruction of the of the earth. That's what I got. Like, so it, they're like innocent bystanders. Yeah, it's of, like of, it's like of, of our, of our greed, our greed of technology. 
That's what yeah. I got from it. Okay. I don't. I don't know. They didn't officially. Sure. Say. I mean, if I'm going to save the world, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you not know, a selfish guy. Yeah. I'll do it. I I don't know if he's trying to save the world, but he's definitely leading a resistance. You got J Bone, played yeah, by J-Bone. Ice T, and and his group of people called the Low Techs. What do you think of Ice T as a leader of a resistance force? Does I gotta say. Ice T was acting circles around everyone in this movie. You think so? I don't know. I think he was that. the best actor in this movie. I don't know about by that. far. And I don't even consider Ice T like a necessarily a great actor overall. Like he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. He does what he, he does what he does. But I thought that he like him and Keanu together, it was like, man, Keanu, you're not even trying, are you? Because Ice T's just acting circles around you right now. This J Bone character, I believe him. <laughs> I like his look. I like the cut of his jib. I like that he's got a best friend that's a dolphin. I like, yeah. I like all these things. I thought that I thought Jones was the best actor, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dina Meyer, I thought was good. The the yeah. bodyguard uh, played Jane. Yeah, yeah, she was all right. I thought she was. If her was the first okay. movie, okay. she did a good job. But Five but Ice T, what what about his outfit? Like he had goggles, but he never used them. Were they functional? I, I respect it. That's you know, it's like it's like Sean. It's like uh, what's his name? Uh, Seth, Seth Green. Green. <laughs> it's like Seth Green and can't hardly wait. Can't hardly I wait. mean, it's a, it's a stylish choice. It's a fashion choice. statement. It's fine. <laughs> it's a fashion statement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, what what about his hideout? I know he's he, maybe we do the good guy gauge, but like he had Dude, a pretty sweet hideout. Good good guy or bad guy? I mean, you gotta love a good good junkyard. You gotta love it. And it was elevated too. It. A, a, a waterfront too. Waterfront property. Waterfront property. You can't you can't get that kind of thing these days. Yeah, I was a big fan. Big fan of that whole operation. So my my, fa- my favorite part of the movie was the end. That whole once they got to the junkyard, I'm like, all right, I'm into this movie again. I'll tell you what. He grossly misjudged one thing in this movie and he grossly misjudged by how many crt tvs you could hang from like a like i don't know wire like how many tvs did they have and like that made this movie look dated more than anything it was like Mm -hmm. 85 crt tvs more than mr mcintosh all the way back to blank check days Mm -hmm. yeah but it was safe because jones helped i'm so jones helped with the structural integrity he knew he calculated I gotta, so. I gotta talk about Jones in a second, but th- his his hideout was pretty sweet. It was called Heaven, and I like that. I like because it was above. And there's something funny. Like I was watching this, and I'm kind of like, man, this is kind of like a treehouse. It makes you like feel secure up in this treehouse. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. like these guys aren't even gonna be able to get up there. And then they come out with their like grappling guns, and they get up in two seconds. And it's like, oh yeah, storm guys have grappling guns. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't we don't have to spend a lot of time on them. But I'm I'm curious about who do you think's a better actor, Ice Cube or Ice T? Are you just rating the ice guys? This yeah. is what we're doing. Well, they're in they're in a lot of the same like style like of movies, right? Like I know Ice Cube is probably in more like the family style movies, but mm-hmm. Ice Ice T is in what is it, Law and Order? I think he's in Law and Order. Law but and they're Order. both really yeah. popular rapper turned actors Dude, or rapper slash actors. Ice T is much better than Ice Cube. Ice Cube is more mainstream. Yeah. Uh in bigger Hollywood movies. But Ice T, I don't know if you ever remember this show called New York Undercover. It yeah. used to be on Fox back in the nineties. And Ice-T had this recurring role as like the nemesis of Detective J.C. J. Williams. I forget his name, his character name, but like he would show up like once a season. He was like a freaking comic book villain, this guy. And he would just pop up and do like some heinous crime and then get away. And that's <laughs> what made me respect Ice-T. And I was watching this show. I was like in, I don't know, I was probably 11 watching this <laughs> sexy Fox drama it's not silk you know stockings. I mean? it's yeah, it's well, close close enough. Close this I mean, silk stockings. Yeah, but that's that's what made me respect Ice T as an actor was this recurring character as this supervillain in New York Undercover. So yeah, Ice T by a landslide. What about Henry Rollins? I, I we don't have to talk about him too much, but 
uh, did you like him in this movie? He he played sort of like the Dennis Leary kind of character, I guess. Sure, yeah, I'm I'm a fan of that. I feel like that's a '90s thing to do is put a guy like this in a movie and, and give him a rant that's like on brand with his real life persona. I'm right? a fan. I like him yeah. as a Ripper Doc. Sure, <laughs> I yeah. thought he was believable to me. He looks I, the part. Yeah. What about Ice T's best friend, the I mean, Navy jo- man himself, Jones? Jonesy? Jonesy? We got we got to talk about this because I have a, I have a question for you. Is it ethical to keep this dolphin in the tank? And was he there of his own will or did they capture him? Yeah, man. I mean, the, the dolphin knows he has a responsibility to be in that tank considering like the power that he holds, right? Is he self-aware? It's like, the, it's like, it's like you know, Johnny with NAS in his head, right? The cure for NAS. Like you have a responsibility to get this thing out. Jones has a gift and he's got a responsibility. It's much like Will Hunting. Will Hunting can't be out there smacking bricks. He's got to be, he's got to be furthering science in the classrooms, you know? Same thing. Jones has got to be in that tank. And it's not inhumane because he's well occupied in the tank. So like physically he's in the tank, but like when he's got the cap on, he's like, he's, he's, he's surfing the net, man. But is he like spacing out? Is he like in the matrix? Is that what he's doing? He's like, he's like plugged in 24 seven. What are they showing him? I mean, what, they're not showing him anything. He's choosing what he's seeing. Did you like that he was swimming in the net too? Like they, they showed him <laughs> swimming like yeah. with Johnny Mnemonic. Yep. And I, I, I like the armor. I'm, I'm a fan of the armor, the head armor. Very awesome. How Very did they awesome. get him? Because they alluded to that he was a military project and he was cr- like, you heard it in the beginning, yeah. like he was cracking so, encryption and codes. So apparently there's a whole story about this in the book that neither of us read. And uh, I'm just going to speculate on it because I haven't read it. I did one of uh, some brief research. I did look up. I did see that the Navy had him heavily drugged with heroin in order to like further their own gains. Are we sure because, that the like, low don't too? Because I feel like the dolphin was somehow opposed to what what they were trying to get him to do. So they had to drug him up in order to use his talents to do it. Now, this is just me paraphrasing. I don't know if that's exactly how it went. That's exactly but how it went. I like to think that, you know, Jones was saved there by by uh, by J-Bone, or was that his name? J-Bone? J-Bone. Yeah, J-Bone. They probably rescued him. It's like, what you know other, what? We got to use yeah. this dolphin for good. What other kind of internet endeavors does J-Bone have going on up in there? That's that's all I'll say with a name like that. It's it's. Yeah. I, I, I want to know, like, how the hell did they even get him up there? And that tank, I'm sorry, but I felt bad for him. And he's, it's fine. His mind is elsewhere. His mind is elsewhere. Don't think of the tank. So you're, you're thinking of him as a rescue animal and I'm thinking of him as a prisoner. No. Like let this man swim in the, in the, the in dolphin. The, he knows his place is in technology, not in the ocean. He knows this. <laughs> he's got a gift. Yeah, he's got a gift and he's got to use it. I, I saw this, this funny, there's a funny piece of trivia. I don't even know how to interpret this and I've just got to tell you this. So you, you let's, let's let ourselves and the listeners interpret this. All right. There's an exact quote from IMDb. So it said, The dolphin, which features heavily at the end of the film, went on to star in a major marketing campaign in the UK with Munch Bunch yogurts. Mm. Now, am I crazy for thinking that this dolphin was a fake dolphin? I thought it was fake. No way, man. It's gotta be. They would have it would have cost a lot more and it would look would have looked a lot worse had they used a fake dolphin. It look but he like they're gonna an put animatronic the prosthetics? dolphin. You gonna would, put that on you a just dolphin? hire the you just hire the dolphin for a day. You dunk him in the tank and you have him do some head bobs and some some dolphin squeals. <laughs> That's all you. They probably used. They probably took four hours. What? But how do you listen? You can't get a lot of dogs to wear like a little hat. How are you yeah. going to get a dolphin to wear like like cyberpunk as like 
Listen, cybernetics. The dolphins are the dogs are dumb. All right, they're dumb animals. Like it's <laughs> they're that's smart a, as hell. No, they're dumb animals. And the dolphin are, is to be said one of the smartest animals. So uh, the dolphin, like, and then then you throw in a show dolphin. Yeah, I mean, he's a show dolphin. Listen, you, you can put anything you want on him. I mean, they they talk about the size of the tank at SeaWorld is too small for for Shamu, right? And I and I get that. That's it, but mm-hmm. it's still a lot bigger than this. It's just like a coffin, man. This yeah. thing was was it was unfair. And I'm I'm on the dolphin side. Let him out. Get him Sp- out of there. Speaking of dolphins, shout out to uh, the owner of the dolphins, Ronald Camp, the billionaire, showing from Ace Ventura, showing up <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I know that guy from, but um, but he's totally that guy to me that because guy he's, Ronald, he's Ronald Camp, the billionaire. That guy from that thing. I'm sure he's in a thousand movies that I've seen 500 of them, but I just can't remember. All I know him as the owner of the Dolphins. I, I like the fact that Jones has like telekinesis, essentially. He's controlling this, this satellite dish that ultimately fries Dolph Lundgren. He, he gets mad when Keanu Reeves calls him a fish. He yeah. has some powers here. This thing oh, is yeah. like, this thing's OP, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he needs some help, you know, from the outside humans to like guide the satellite in certain areas. But like, yeah, you don't want to mess with this porpoise. You don't want to do it. <laughs> we we can't talk about so, this movie without talking a little bit about the villain. And I would tell you that the villain of this movie is is extremely ambiguous. But yeah. he's, he's I think the honcho. He's a head honcho type. We'll try to bring it break it down for people. So there's a bunch of there's a bunch of bad guys in this movie and i would argue a lot of them are actually henchmen but the main bad guy of this movie i would consider the head boss of pharmacom or at least what they assume it's it's takahashi so would you would you agree that he's he's the the main villain and we can scale him here we gotta yeah, the villain scale. i do but like he's so bland like i feel like he's gonna he's gonna fail miserably i i was watching this with subtitles on because sometimes I find that I'm putting subtitles on recently because it helps me understand some of the stuff that people are saying. Old man hearing. And yeah, old man hearing. And what I found interesting was, and I don't know if it was just Netflix when I was watching this, but I felt like when he was speaking non-English, they didn't subtitle it and they didn't even subtitle like what he was supposed to be saying. So you didn't, I don't know if that was an error on the Netflix side or what, but it was very difficult for me to understand what he was saying to uh, the other guy, Shinji, who I believe is like the Yakuza guy. So it was very difficult to understand. But anyway, Takahashi is the villain of the movie. Let's throw him through the scale. We don't have to spend a ton of time, but let's let's try it. So if you're new to the show, we have a villain scale. It's got four major categories, one to five each. Look, look slash style, hideout slash layer, plan, and henchman. Let's start with look and style. What one. do you think about this guy? You going one? I mean, bland business suit, no style. Very easy does it haircut. No slick back. He had a katana though. He had a he had a katana. Yeah. He gets a point for that, doesn't he? I mean, yeah, I mean, it was zero to one. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You don't think he was it, okay? I'll, I'll give it to you. We'll give. He him didn't one. intimidate me at all. Not he looked not, pretty not, weak. Not, not not a once did he intimidate me. I, I'm going to give him digs on this though. So we won't spend a ton of time. He didn't have much to talk about for the looker style, but I would argue that the penthouse suite of Pharmacon headquarters. Was pretty awesome. His, sure. his his hideout in his lair. Yeah, he, I mean, we, he had, we can give that. He had good accessories though. He had all the video phones. He had all that other stuff, which maybe played into looking style. But maybe we could talk about that as the aesthetics of the layer. But that was a sweet headquarters, don't you? Yeah, think? I feel like it's I feel like it's a product of the headquarters. I think it falls under headquarters and not style. And that was a hell of a building, and he had a hell of a staff. He had yeah. he had a good thing going but there. Can I knock him down a point? Yeah, because it's Newark. All right, or was he in Shanghai? I couldn't tell. 
Because or was he? Or was wasn't he in that building in Newark? It's probably Newark. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think it was Newark. You know the, the, the building, building that's on up. fire at the end of the movie. Yeah, which or made no was sense. I, or, or not? Or not? No, that but, was. I think right? that was Newark. You're right. So it's based in Newark. So we got a document point. All right. I mean, do we give him credit for any of the other places, or is it just this one? I mean, I'm thinking the main one, right? Uh, what do you think? A two? I was going to go three, but if you're docking a point, maybe yeah, it's three, a two. three. But it's Newark, so two. All right, yeah. we'll, we'll get we'll take it away. Yeah. So what about this guy's plan? Because get, he doesn't get really the, have one. Get the data. Get the data. But he's getting it for what reason? To protect the company, but he doesn't even really believe in it. So I feel mm-hmm. like this has got to be really weak because yeah. his getting the data plan doesn't make any sense. He's getting it because it's it's telling him to it. But we find out that his daughter died and she could have been saved had they known about this data. So See, I didn't I didn't know any of this. Like this is news <laughs> to me, it's true. Like I, you didn't I didn't follow know that any part? of this. I know. <laughs> Where were you? Know you? What? I don't even know who Takahashi is. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I don't even want to be around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched this movie like four hours ago. I have no idea who this guy is. <laughs> and he's our main villain. So I don't know. I'm going to give him a one. I don't think he deserves more than that. He's, he's a yeah. one. It's like there's yeah. nothing more to it. It's, it's weak. Like, it's, it's, it's get the data and it's like kind of off of a hunch. And like, he, you know, he just wildly deploys uh, sub bosses at, yeah. at, at and which, you know. He might score some points in the next category, yeah. but like I get what he was trying to do, but he had no idea how to do it. He That's was just true. throw he was throwing bosses at him at, at, and at his, Keanu. And his sub boss was was trying to take him over. The Yakuza yeah. was gonna take this guy over. I mean he's a corporate guy, right? He's, it's like corpo. this it's like this game was it's like this movie was a side scrolling beat em up yeah. game. That's yeah. what this movie is basically what this movie is. <laughs> he's, boss, he's the guy at the it's end like a boss rush. It's just a rage. boss rush. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so let's talk about the henchman because this is where I think that he's going to get some points. Mm-hmm. And even though some of these guys are inept and ineffective, yeah. I they're mean, kind of I, badass. Can I say um, the dude with the mano wire? Shinji? Yeah, the, the laser the uh, fingernail thing? Bolo tie wire. You know, they call it a bolo, like, like a neck noose type thing. It's like a lightsaber on a string, for lack yeah. of a better term. Freaking awesome weapon. Yeah. So great. And I, I mean, I would use it if it were a real thing. See, and I'd be I afraid I'd cut man. myself. I'd be afraid I'd cut myself. You got to be real confident. You, I mean, you got to be really confident. And he was. He was. The, the way that he whipped that guy, Ralphie, in half yeah. and he just kind of slid sideways was, was oh, pretty awesome. Oh, Ronald Camp, the billionaire, yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. And then and then the other time when when he took the other guy's head off, or he took yeah. his own head off. like it's, Yeah, it's, he he ultimately decapitated, uh, foisted by his own petard, that, as they that's say. That's what happens when you yeah. when you get a little too confident. But yeah. so, so if we if we listed out this guy's henchmen, so you got Shinji and the Yakuza because he's representing the Yakuza. He's got pretty that tough. laser. Pretty tough. Pretty good. Yeah. And then the ultimate, Carl- AKA Dude. the street preacher, the church of Tran- retransfiguration. Interesting character. No idea who this guy is. Like <laughs> I, you had to tell me after the movie, like, yeah, Takahashi hired him. Like he did. When was this? Yeah, he did. I don't, I didn't see this. Where were you? What he, movie were you watching? I didn't see this. He movie. called him up because Shinji was, was, Man. was in, inept. I was just, must've been glazed over and just, just, just disgusted this movie. Way. It's Jesus time, okay? Yeah. It's Jesus. Come to like, Jesus. It, it was. I want to see a movie about Carl. Give me yeah. that movie. Sure, that might be interesting. It's an I'm interesting sure character. in the I'll book. Give it to him. In the book, they probably go well more into yeah. it. But I thought he was awesome, and I, I loved his weapon. You got to give him credit with the weapon. It was the like I said before, the crucifix machete, which yeah. he was stabbing into people. He died in a pretty weak way. Jones basically fried him. And he turned into like death by dolphin, meat. though. I mean, yeah. that's pretty, pretty 
I mean, you're gonna die any other way. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you rather die that way? And like he had a he had a he had a way of like he was crucifying people. Yeah. To death. I mean, I like that. <laughs> he was awesome. Come on. Yeah, great character. But he's, like, he's I just wish, more of him. I wish there was like he was in a different movie. He should have. He, we need a spinoff of this. Yeah. Where's Dolph? Where's Dolph? So, yeah. and then I don't think I would call Ralphie one of his henchmen because Ralphie was kind of his own his own thing. That you know, the owner from the Dolphins. So I don't know. Would you call him one of the henchmen, or would you just call no, him like Shinji and like level one sub boss? He's the he's like a boss before you get to the end of the level. Yeah, it's like the mid the midway boss. So who was the final boss? Because maybe it's Shinji, or was it Carl, the the street preacher? I would like who's Mataro. See, the movie who's... didn't give respect to Jesus, but I would call the final boss uh, Shinji. Yeah, although Carl was the last to die, like the movie should have paid him more respect throughout yeah. in order to make him his death matter more i feel what are you what are you going here score wise for for henchmen i'll go four like i feel like it's a solid four it's, I, it's some I, of the better ones i'd be fine if you wanted to say five because there's not a ton of movies where we get two legitimate badass and tough henchmen so i mean i could be talked into a five but a gut feeling for me is four i think i think it's a it's a tough one right because when i think about when we did The Running Man and we mm-hmm. did Killian. And you think about his guys, yeah. we gave we gave those guys, I believe, a three, if I look it up. A lot but of them they were inept. They were very inept. They so I very... think these guys were above them, but yeah. they weren't so good that I think they deserve the five. So I think mm-hmm. a four is, is warranted here. Yeah. Because sure. they weren't effective and they didn't really kill anybody. Although you could argue, you know, crucifixion is, is a pretty is a pretty badass way to kill mm. these guys here. Yeah. So let, let's total up. So we got a one for look and style. We got a two for hideout in the lair. We got a one for plan and we got a four for the henchman. It's about right for this guy. So that's what, an eight? Eight. You got eight an eight there. I think that's pretty, like, if I were to guess before we even started ranking him, that's a bit about where I would have guessed. Even a little bit higher than maybe I would have would have expected yeah, to. Yeah, it's but. just, he, there were, we barely saw him. You know, he's... It's tough, those villains that are like, you know, moving chess pieces from above that aren't really getting their hands dirty and don't have a ton of like screen time to like say tough things. Yeah. It's kind of hard to like, yeah, he's the villain, but it's kind of like the villain from Lethal Weapon, you know, like what does he do, you know? The general. (laughs) Yeah, the general. Exactly. I mean, wrapping this whole thing up, we've done the villain scale. We've talked about this movie. You came in with a very specific perspective on this after you had just watched this a couple hours ago now we talked about cybernetics we talked about what's going on with the dolphin after dark we talked about him surfing the internet we talked about come to jesus and the church of retransfiguration was i successful at all on any level in changing your mind that there's something you could appreciate about this movie well, the most thing I appreciate about this movie after this conversation is this conversation itself. <laughs> yeah. I feel like our episode here, I thought we I thought we hashed a few things out. I think we learned a few things. I think we we uh we sussed a few things out, we solved a few mysteries. Um and I feel like that was as if not as entertaining if not more than the movie itself. So I feel like what we learned is that you know, we can direct an episode better than uh, Robert <laughs> Robert Tulongo can direct a movie. <laughs> That's do you what have, I learned. Do you have closure on Johnny Mnemonic in your life? So, so you're not going to ask me for my extra copy here no, when you, it goes you off can have it. I might need a. I might need like a drink coaster. Yeah. If you know, if, if I run out, I might ask you for it. You think you're you would? So, you, is, are you on record of saying you will never watch this again in your life? I uh, probably not. I I don't see a scenario where I'm watching this movie <laughs> again. 
if I if I want to reminisce on Jones, I'll just pull up the YouTube cut yeah. of Jones. I mean, that's all I need, yeah. really. Jones is disappointed, man. Uh, so you do you think it's as bad as it was when you went in, or or, or no? You didn't really answer I don't, me. I got to tell you though, I don't remember thinking back negatively on this movie. It's just when it was happening. This was it like, came and went. Yeah, like, and I, I was I was surprised because I like I said I'm, I I like every movie, so it's kind it's hard. It's hard for me to not like a movie. I feel bad. I want I want to know. Keanu. I want to know what all the listeners think. If you have you watched this before, have you? If you watched it since then, it's on Netflix right now. Go check it out. See if you can watch it. If you enjoy Jones as a as a creature, it's definitely a good part of the movie. Are you on Badway's side or are you on my side? I know it's not great, but I still enjoy it. Leave us a comment on the pa- on the page. Leave us a comment on the episodes page. Leave loop it through Jones. Comment. Loop it through Jones, and yep. then send us an email. The last row podcast at gmail.com through Jones. Send it there. <laughs> Tweet at us at the last row pod. Loop that through Jones. Yeah, loop it th- maybe, remember, whatever you, before you do all this, you must loop it through Jones, or else it's not going to go through. <laughs> and then you got to loop it through Jones after that. And then after you're done listening to this episode and you enjoy it, if you enjoy it, please consider leaving us a five star review on Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you're enjoying the show and this is your first time listening hit the subscribe button and we'll see you guys in two weeks after you loop it through jones <laughs> loop it through jones and on that note we'll see you guys in two I'm not, weeks i'm not exaggerating he said it like at least five times right am i nuts he said yeah. the phrase loop it through jones so many times he did like he we did get it, it jones. we get it ice you gotta loop it you did you did so speaking about prosthetics and, and implants I think it's after midnight now. We're allowed to talk about this, aren't we? So whatever the hell we want. <laughs> this is the adult story. So whatever the hell we